Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, overprohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to the Full Press Fantasy Pod. Part of Full Press Coverage. My name is Kyle Senra. Joining me are both my co-hosts, Alessandro Senator and Kayla Morton. How are you both doing? Doing all right, Kyle. Doing well. How are you? I'm doing pretty great. Um much as I love talking with the Seahawks, uh, I obviously talking with both my co-hosts, but someone who, uh, not a Seahawks fan, doesn't even live anywhere remotely close to Seattle, but someone who's, uh, you know, projection and, uh, you know, just general knowledge of the NFL, someone I trust very greatly, and uh, we've had him on before, most notably Ravens episodes, but here he is uh, to fly in for the Seahawks, Ryan Searfoss. How you doing, Foss? Good, man. Uh, ready to talk some Seahawks, get a little bit out of the comfort zone. Uh, we've been doing these t- uh, full projection series, so it's not too out of the out of my league for me. Yeah, we you you project pretty well for this episode, so I think we'll be fine. Anyone go check out Ryan at Going for Two and and at the uh, draft room. So, Kayla, Alessandra, any uh, general questions for Ryan before we get started? Uh, I don't have any. No. I I, I have a statement that I prepared. I would like to make. Ha! <laughs> All right, you okay. got on me for making a dolphin noise. You sounded even okay. worse. I could uh, uh, doing a hawk sound is so much easier than making a, a dolphin sound. Okay. No, it's not. You literally go. <laughs> That's it. I'm glad that 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 dolphin noise has made a second appearance. Uh, the you know, the dolphin no- dolphin noise has my pet. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. And Alessandro, it's not even your team, so I don't know if like I don't, I don't, I just, I just don't think you could naturally have the resonance of, of a true Hawks fan. But uh, you know, no fans here, so straight numbers projection. So Ryan, what are um, I guess that you know the Seahawks that you know they've had the reputation. Oh, it's so run heavy, so run heavy. 
but you know, is that the case? Is that going to be the case this year? Do, do you project once again a low passing volume for the offense, or um, you know, last year was what five hundred seventeen attempts, which I guess is a, is a bit high for them. Do you, do you see it again again above that five hundred, even further perhaps, or are they going to slip below five hundred? Yeah, I upped it a little bit. I upped it to five thirty three. Uh, I think with Seahawks and especially Russell Wilson, you don't really have to. You don't. He's one of the few guys you don't need volume to be an incredible fantasy asset. He's uber, uber efficient year in, year out. He's one of the guys you can count on no matter what. He's a locked top five fantasy performer. And that five, if he, he gets over the 500 attempt mark, which he should because he's the best weapons he's had in years, maybe ever, that makes him very dangerous. And that put, no pun intended. But yeah, he's so good there. I'm at 533 attempts. Uh, completing 65% of his passes, 4,370 yards, 33 touchdowns, six picks, and then 362 on the ground and another two touchdowns there. I mean, he's fairly close to automatic. and He's locked in on my QBs at my QB4, and it's really close to being top three. To be honest, that's how ADP sees it right now, too. Uh, he's the fourth quarterback, uh, according to Fantasy Football Calculator. Uh, in their 12-team ADP, uh, 5.11 is his average draft spot. Dak Prescott's 5.10. So, <laughs> as Ryan mentioned, just behind number three there. Apparently. And I'll tell you what, I would draft Russell over Dak. If it came down to it, those two, I'm picking Russ, even though I have Dak projected for seven more points. And you see, I, I'm not quite there yet. I, I do have Dak at QB3, um, and I just think how consistent that offense has been. The offensive line, uh, great weapons there, too. Uh, Dak definitely showed something last year. It was pretty consistent. So I think I'd trust that. Uh, Wilson has been a little inconsistent of, of late, but maybe, again, if, if Ryan's correct and the, the, the past temps do bump up, you know, that maybe goes a, a, you know, a ways for Wilson's uh, consistency. I'm not necessarily convinced I'd rather have him, though, than some, like someone like Kyler Murray, for instance, who's going in the sixth round. Same with Deshaun Watson. I think their legs and their ability to run, not that, I mean, Wilson has that ability, but they're willingness maybe more than anything to run uh will lead to kind of more consistent fantasy production i think i'd rather bank on them um although to be honest i'm not sure that the fifth sixth round is where i want to go at quarterbacks anyway so before we go anywhere else kayla alessandro any thoughts about russell wilson i agree that russell wilson is one of those quarterbacks that i feel like you can always rely on in fantasy i just with the understanding that he's going to have one or two of those games where he doesn't toss a touchdown or he doesn't have a lot of yards in a low-scoring game. But more times than not, uh, he's good for a couple scores and a couple hundred yards, and that's you know something that everybody should look for for a consistency standpoint for their quarterback. How you feeling compared to the—again, it seems like these four quarterbacks are always going the same range. Uh, Kyler Murray, Dak Prescott, Deshaun Watson, and of course our boy Wilson. I definitely like Russell Wilson ahead of Kyler Murray. I think Kyler Murray is being drafted too high. Um, I I really like Deshaun Watson, but I'm worried about uh, his wide receivers, just whether they're going to be on the field uh, and if a committee can live up to what DeAndre Hopkins provided. Um, I think Dak Prescott and Russell Wilson, Dak has grown on me. I used to be against drafting him, um, but he proved last year that he has the numbers to obviously be a starting quarterback on a fantasy team as well i have so much trust in wilson just because of how good he is and what he brings to a fantasy team like he is the mr dependable and i 
am an absolute fan. So I'll take him over Dak. You guys mentioned the consistency. Uh, we had Bob Long on Going for Two on the Armchair Fantasy Show. And uh, if you sign up for uh, the contest, you get the free copy of his consistency guide. And what you guys mentioned that. So Russ is 16th most consistent quarterback in the league compared to Dak at two, which made me completely take back my comment about taking Russ over Dak because you can't beat somebody who's that consistent week in, week out. I know, but when, you know, we had Bob Long as well on the show and he was, you know, he is someone who's especially downplaying Murray for his lack of consistency. So I think at at least at that point, it makes sense for Russ to be going ahead of Murray. But yeah, I'm, I've been uh, touting Prescott this whole time, Uh, touted him highly last year. Kyler was 13th for the consistency. Uh, Actually higher than Wilson. You said 16th for Wilson? Yeah, I'm kind of shocked by it, to be honest. But Wilson's ceiling, you know, he could be almost as high as Mahomes on a week-to-week basis. Uh, now, you know, if you're with Alessandro, do you think you, you do want to chase that ceiling more than than a consistent quarterback? Getting him three rounds later, sometimes even four rounds later than Mahomes-Jackson, I, I suppose makes sense? Uh, would you agree with that, Kayla? Yeah, I agree with that because in, in doing mock drafts for redraft, for instance, uh, you know, if you're drafting, let's say really seven through 10, uh, you're going to be really short-sighted on the running back position if you don't go to running backs. Uh, I think this is the year where there are plenty of wide receivers that you can draft and as appealing as it would be to take, you know, somebody like Nick Chubb at the nine spot and then flip around with, you know, maybe even Devontae Adams or a Tyree Kill. When you get back into the third round, you're like, oh, I, you know, might have to take a guy like Raheem Mostert or, uh, you know, somebody that's just in a committee. Um, and, I don't want to lose having to fill a wide receiver spot either by taking a quarterback in the second round uh, as much as I you know, would like Mahomes or Jackson uh, for the fantasy value week in and week out. The only way that I would do that possibly is if I was in dynasty, but then that would be, you know, you would have to have one of the top picks and really, you know, believe that on the, on the wraparound, you're going to have, uh, you know, enough running backs and enough wide receivers to choose from. So I like, I still think taking a quarterback in the fifth round is high. Um, I would personally wait, but I think you would make your team better all around if you just simply waited until the fifth round for Dak or Wilson, if that's who you're targeting. That seems like right now is the round. It's where Raheem Mostert's going. You get Kareem Hunt, Ronald Jones, the rookies, Swift Acres. Like it seems like in the fifth round, you get much less certainty at, at running back where you can kind of afford to take start taking risks, it seems like. Back to the Seahawks talk. Uh, one of the running backs you may want to be targeting, or it seems like he is being targeted in the third right now, is Chris Carson with an average draft position of 303. So, uh, Ryan, why don't you uh, tell us a bit about uh, what you have for Chris Carson in terms of projections? I love Chris Carson, and I feel like I might be a little low just because of how much he's done the last two years. I'm at 55% of the team's rushing market share, so 254 attempts, 1,094 yards, seven touchdowns, and then another 248 in the air. Uh, so I'm at 218 PPR points. It's solid production. He's done nothing but show us that he's a really good running back when he's had the chance. And I think when you look at him and the stigma is because he was a late round pick that he's not, he doesn't have that pedigree, but he's shown us completely otherwise. Like it's time to stop forgetting about him. He's only 25 and he's electric when he's on the field. It's just a matter of staying on the field and, they trust him, and that backfield's his. Penny's hurt. I'm not really buying into the Carlos Hyde, Travis Homer as much. It's Chris Carson's job. And the way they run, 
he could have huge production. I think that the top two targets on the team are obvious. 47 targets last year for Carson put him on fourth on the team. Um, so you mentioned about 240 receiving yards, 266 last year. So I'm going to guess around a similar target market share as well to, to what he had last season. Yeah, but 9% of the team's receiving market share. So 47 targets, 37 receptions, two touchdowns. Pretty close on to it. Their passing game hasn't changed that much from the last season other than you're going to have a, high, a fully healthy Tyler Lockett. So it could dip a little bit. But yeah, coming to the pecking order, he's not. there's not that much talent where he's competing with where he shouldn't get targets. You mean you've got Carlos Hyde who... You know, I think one season kind of became a pass catching back more out of necessity because the 49ers really had no one else. Uh, and outside of that one season really hasn't gotten that opportunity. So I don't think he was particularly efficient with that either. And then you've got Rashad Penny recovering. No one's really sure what, you know, health wise it, it's going to look like for him this year. And then you, who's next? The rookie DJ Dallas. Uh, I don't think they're going to trust a rookie when you've got someone who's shown to be capable like Chris Carson. Yeah, it's going to be DJ Dallas or and Travis Homer's on the roster still. Like, you're not going to trust those guys. Like, DJ Dallas, he wasn't somebody who got really high on my evaluations. I might have been a little lower on most. But he doesn't have that second gear like Carson has and that big playability. I think that separates him and obviously the experience in that offense. And we don't have a training camp, so it's going to be a lot harder for a rookie to move up the depth chart that much a lot different than Jonathan Taylor who comes in and he knows that could be his job. This dude's playing with the backups and he's on a really high hill to climb. Funny you mentioned Jonathan Taylor because as I mentioned, Chris Carson 303. So the running backs in this third round range include Chris Carson 303, Le'Veon Bell 305, David Johnson 306, Todd Gurley 307, Leonard Fournette 309, and then finally the rookie Jonathan Taylor at 312. So there was a lot of names there. Uh, again, seems like Chris Carson's being taken the first on average uh, out of those names. Um, is it was the, so anyone want to chime in? Was there a name there that that anyone feels strongly should go ahead of Carson, or or is he leading that pack of those running backs? Jonathan Taylor. Okay, you're but you think the takeover is so immediate that you want Taylor right from the get go? Yeah, he's too good to sit. I like Marlon Mack, but he ain't Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, he's he's something I'm drafting fairly high still. I'm all in on him this year. That offense wants to run. Similar to Seattle, they're going to run the ball a lot, and he's unbelievable. Like, he's an elite talent. Kalo, I'll ask you the same question. Do you, do you, would you take any of those? I can repeat the names if you want. I, I know who Alessandro's taking, so we're not even going to bother asking him, but Kalo, who do you think? Uh, no, I'm going with Chris Carson. Uh, I understand Ryan's uh, reasoning for taking the chance with Jonathan Taylor. I think uh, if anything worst case scenario he's running with Marlon Mack for the season but uh like Ryan said that he's too good not to sit but uh I you know Jonathan Taylor we're talking about all this you know lost time working with teams because of COVID and just the experience and um you know even though I've I've seen some reports about Seattle still believing in Rashad Penny that could potentially take away from Chris Carson's um you know time on the field I think that as long as his fumbling issues are resolved, he's not going to really lose that much time to Penny. Yeah, I agree. Penny's a non-factor for me. Yeah, it'll be tough to envision him even getting on the field for much of the season. That's what I thought, too, until I was reading a couple of reports from a couple of different trusted sites. And, uh, you know, 
there were interviews about Penny, you know, them wanting to get him involved in the offense. So bringing in Carlos Hyde, if they also want Penny to be in there, then it could throw up some red flags for Chris Carson. But I'd have to see them actually put pen to paper and really put Penny on the field and to before I, you know, would even consider even benching Carson. So. And as much as we could rip on Carlos Hyde, uh, you know, not, maybe not the most efficient runner, uh, he has been productive through his career, and he's definitely shown the the capability of, of taking on workloads. You know, with you know, maybe not full seasons, but you know, f- full workhorse back rolls from a game to game basis from with different teams. Doesn't it seems like you know mid season can go and take uh, those types of carries. So looking at at this, I think Chris Carson has more competition in his backfield than Todd Gurley, who. What Brian Hill, Edo Smith, yeah, right. Um, Quadri Olson is is you know Quadri Olson might be the, the the most competitive there, but I just I I don't see Todd Gurley on you know outside of injuries, which again for all of them the same thing, but I, I don't see him not getting again two hundred fifty t- carries around there anyway, and and uh, you know Falcons offensive line not the greatest, but it's still a, a high powered offense that should put Gurley in position to score a touchdown. So I think I'd lean Gurley, but outside of that, Bell, David Johnson, uh, you know, I can't trust that David Johnson's necessarily going to get the same type of workload Chris Carson is. I think we assume that, but it's tough to, to envision that. Um, maybe Leonard Fournette, uh, but even then he's got Chris Thompson coming in. So yeah, I think, I think I'd, I'd plant my flag on Gurley. And after that, Carson might be the next guy. This is where we go back to what Kayla said. Uh, take a running back early because in those first two rounds because I'd much rather take the receivers in this range than all these question marks at running back. True. Uh, third round receivers, Kenny Galladay, Mike Evans, Adam Thielen, Allen Robinson. Later in the third, DJ Moore, Odell Beckham, Ju- Juju Smith-Schuster is going 3-12. So yeah, definitely there's there's some really, yeah, I, I do tend to agree with that. Running back, running back, and then get a one of the, any. I, I feel like most of those wide receivers, I'd be pretty comfortable with as my wide receiver one. I'd be more comfortable with any of them on my team than any of these running backs. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Peter said, how many times do you think Russell run the ball? Just off the top of your head. What, in a season? Yeah, how many times do you think Russell run the ball this year? Uh, um, I don't know. I'll give you about 80 attempts. Okay. I was going to say 86. He hasn't had more than 95 since 2017, though. 67 and 75 the last two years. So it, it could be in there. Say at 83 attempts, like you guys said, last year, the Seahawks had lost it, 481 rushing attempts. So that puts them right around 400 attempts to go to the running backs. If you look at the Jets offense last year, they had, my computer's going to say, they had 380 rushing attempts. So we're looking at a full 20 more when you take away Russ's rushing attempts. That's why I'm not worried about that in Carson getting uh, volume plus the red zone where you're looking at six touchdowns at 15 total for the team. Good, I want to run him back in a good offense. Yeah, again, pace of play. And we mentioned it. 
running back, running back, leave, you know, you start that way, leaves you some great options at wide receiver. Uh, you know, I'm certainly, if I can get Galladay in the third, I'll, I'll take that all day, any day, really. Um, so speaking of wide receiver, uh, really interesting case here, actually, maybe one of the most pressing questions for this team uh, in general is which wide receiver to take. Uh, they're both kind of the, the top two guys kind of going in a similar range. They both saw over 100 targets last year. Uh, and no, we're not talking about Josh Gordon or Antonio Brown or, or Philip Dorsett. It's DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. So uh, average draft position puts DK Metcalf at 410 in 12-team PPR leagues, Tyler Lockett at 503. But my projection says if you pick either one of them, I'm not going to argue with you. Um, I have Lockett at leading with 20% of the market share. So 106 targets, 75 receptions, 1,070 yards, 7 touchdowns. Then I have Metcalf, 19% market share, uh, 65 receptions. So I'm with less receptions, 5 less targets, uh, 995 yards. So about 80, sorry, 75 less yards. But I'm with 9 touchdowns instead of 7. So I'm at 224 and 219 PPR points. Literally, it's splitting hairs with those two. It's just the cut, who you like more and who falls to you. Okay, so yeah, tough to, and again, they're being taken almost identical spots. So Alessandra, who are you planting your flag on for Metcalf or Lockett? Um, Lockett, I've, I like them both. I think Lockett's going to get the lion's share because um, he's played in the outside and slot receiver role. And... Uh, Russ can do both where he'll throw to the outside and to slot, but he'll favor the slot more. So I I, I prefer um, Lockett over Metcalf, but if I can't have Metcalf, I mean, if I can't have Lockett, I'll take Metcalf. I mean, both these guys are... (laughs) I mean, they're going at the same rate, so both these guys are great just to um, have here regardless because they're... I wouldn't say interchangeable at the moment, but they pretty much are. When Lockett's get 111 targets, Metcalf's getting 100 targets. Um, but Lockett catches more. There's about a, a 30 yard, 30 reception difference between Lockett and Metcalf, and so I I like that difference, and especially in PPR setting. So that's why I gotta go with Lockett. I would take Tyler Lockett here. Uh, I understand that it's PPR and the emergence of DK Metcalf last year uh, was something that I'm not sure a lot of people were expecting. He was a lot more involved than I anticipated. Uh, I expect that his role is going to be similar for 2020. Uh, I just feel as though, one, uh, he might not perform to the standards that he did last year, despite what I just said. Uh, I think you know, basing your totals off of one year uh, is not the smartest thing to do. It could always be an outlier. Um, And I'm going to go with the safe bet here with Tyler Lockett too, because uh, I think he has more opportunities with all the different positions he can play on the field. I view Metcalf as just a big bodied receiver uh, who can out muscle and get those 50, 50 balls really on the outside. Um, And I I think Lockett is just more versatile and he has more of a rapport with Russell Wilson. And I think they are more comfortable relying on Lockett in a plethora of situations that Metcalf hasn't even experienced yet. Uh, So I think those, for those reasons, I would be more comfortable taking Lockett. And if Metcalf proves me wrong, that's fine. Um, But going into the season, I, I want him to do that so that I have more of a decision to make next year. And I think Lockett probably does provide more consistency week to week than Metcalf, who's 
probably, or at least certainly athletically, a higher ceiling. Um, probably could just provide that. I mean, you know, Ryan mentioned he just got him for more touchdowns. So, um, again, higher PPR, you probably do prefer Lockett. Half-point PPR, I think the edge would then go to Metcalf. Um, I do tend to, you know, you know, when you're still when you're in the fourth fifth round here, I still think safety is is more important. Um, but I also expect DK to take a step up in year two. So going against what my maybe my common nature to go for the safer player, I think I actually would go with DK Metcalf. Maybe it's the you know imposing physical nature when you see him, but uh, I think he he started to show something with Wilson last year. I think year two, again expecting to step up from those year two receivers, and he's among them. So. I think I would actually go with with Metcalf there, um, and it's it's funny because it, it seems like that you know draft wise it, this is it. Um, no other. I think the Seahawks defense is the next drafted player after uh, Carson Metcalf, uh, Lockett, and then Wilson. Uh, all three, you know, uh, Wilson end of the fifth round. So he's actually, you know, there's there's a about a round difference between Wilson and Metcalf, and less than a, a round difference between Wilson and Lockett. So they're kind of both in that range. But then, yeah, the next uh, Seahawks player is the Seahawks defense at fourteen oh three. So it seems like you know for the offensive skill players, there's there's really no one else. So uh, Ryan, I'm curious, who do you uh, project to have the most fantasy points outside of Carson Metcalf and Lockett? I guess whoever starting at tight end. I'd probably lean Olsen just because of his red zone prowess. But, I mean, there's nobody I want on my team. Like, David Moore and Philip Dorsett ain't it. And I'm really not trying to have Greg Olsen and Will Disley and have them be somebody I'm counting on. Maybe on a late round flyer in a deep draft. But there's really no one else I'm touching. I'd take Carlos Hyde as a backup running back. Like, late rounds, maybe handcuff somebody else's team. This, this team is very top-heavy when it comes to fantasy. And that's fine because it gives us high-end fantasy players. I mean, we're talking four guys in the top five rounds. But outside of that, it makes it hard for other guys to get the ball. I'm not real excited about anybody else there. I think personally I would go with Hyde just because in years past we've seen that even the backup running back can get enough run on a week-to-week basis to, to be productive. Uh, so I, I that's probably how I would do it. Or Olsen, like you said, uh, just getting that tight end, touchdown upside. Uh, again, knowing that Will Disley is kind of, it's going to be a tough recovery process after back-to-back devastating leg injuries. Um, so I would bank on, I guess, Olsen's health right now, which is crazy to think he, him is the healthy one. Um, I, I suppose Jacob Hollister is probably the healthiest um, young guy, at least. So I don't know. You're, you're, Ryan's right. It is uh, it is pretty tough to, to trust uh, Kayla, who would you go with outside of the the main four for the the Seahawks? I like Carlos Hyde uh, just because Chris Carson has dealt with some injuries. Uh, Rashad Penny is injured. We don't know if Hyde or Penny will get that backup nod. So let's say one or both miss time. I think Carlos Hyde would be a good option, and uh, I think he would provide me with more stability on my team than an injury prone Will Disley and Greg Olson. And like Ryan said, I, I don't like the other receivers there for fantasy value. Alessandra, what are you saying to this? I don't know. (laughs) Um, So don't, don't draft any of them. No, no, no. Uh, Well, Russell Wilson's going to be number one. Chris Carson, number two, Lockett, Metcalf, Disley, then Olsen in that order. 
So you're saying Disley, you're going with the, the upside at the touchdown upside, I'm assuming, just because we've seen, again, we saw Jimmy Graham be kind of a, you know, a shell of himself athletically and still catch, I think it was eight touchdowns or nine touchdowns one year off like 50 catches or something. No, it's more of the, I've seen Greg Olson be very good, but that was in a Carolina-led offense with Cam Newton, and he's in a Russell Wilson-led offense, which is completely different than what Cam Newton is doing. Plus, there's different weapons around him, and he's older, and he's been hurt more. So I'm saying that he's probably going to do some damage for, i say, at least eight games, maybe seven games, probably go down with that foot injury again that keeps nagging him, and then Disley's going to come in and do some damage. I will say to that, though, as much as, yes, learning a new offensive system can be complicated, I got to think, as much as I do like Cam Newton, and he is a you know a pretty decent passer, that's got to be so much easier catching passes from Russell Wilson, though. Again, I think he's the second best quarterback in the NFL right now. So, I you know, there's from from any team, you know, going from any team to Russell Wilson, you're getting a quarterback upgrade unless you you were on the Chiefs last year. So I don't worry about that so much with Olsen. Again, I, I think he's healthier right now than Will Disley, so I think I'd rather bank on him. But I I think a late round flyer on any, even Jacob Hollister, I think any of these tight ends could emerge to to be the guy so uh, i don't fault anyone for for taking shots on so it seems like that we, we, you either take a shot on one of their three or four tight ends or you just take a backup running back like Hyder penny ignore the wide receivers outside of Lockett metcalf i think that's the the one thing we've established here appreciate uh coming on and giving some cool cold collected analysis on uh, on projections uh why don't you let the people know where they can find and follow you Cool. Um, you can find me at goingfortwo.com. I am the co-host of the Armchair Fantasy Show. I write for them as well. Uh, you can find me at the Dynasty Draft Room. I am officially co-hosting their Dynasty Show and writing for them as well. I'm trying to stay busy. And the Twitter handle is... That's probably the most important thing because you need to know where to find me if you want at average fantasy advice. And that's Ryan Seafoss at Foss534. And uh, for us, you can follow us on Twitter at FPC underscore fantasy pod. Kayla's at North to Kayla 74. Alessandro at AM underscore senator. And I'm at Senra says, as always, download the full press coverage app uh, for free on Apple and Android stores. Get access to our written content podcast and access to the full press radio network. So yeah, Seahawks. Uh, anyone uh, want to fly over some final thoughts? They're winning their division. No, I, I can take that. I'll follow you on that. I mean, as a Packers fan, I kind of like that because I feel like that is that meaning the 49ers aren't making the playoffs. It'd be nice to avoid them. And they flash, but man, that team's kind of a shit show. Sorry if we're not allowed to swear. I apologize. Uh, but yeah, they're kind of a they're kind of a mess right now, especially on the offensive side of the ball. And Jimmy G's a hashtag not good. I guess maybe banking on. Kyle Shanahan being a genius is, is the way that it'll, it'll make that. But, uh, I mean, it's not as if the, the Seahawks haven't caused the Packers misery in the playoffs either, so I don't even know who to cheer for. <laughs> I was going to say. Yeah. No one. Let's, let's, uh, let's forget about all those uh, bad past histories and, and focus just on fantasy football here at the Full Press Fantasy Pod. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at Chabacasino.com. 
Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumpacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.